everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here with Marcus Iridal to bring you the post-game show following Bayern Munich's big 3-0 victory over Hoffenheim. Marcus, it's been a while. How the hell have you been? <laughs> Hi, Chuck. Uh, thanks for having me on after uh, quite a long absence on the pod. Um, doing well, doing well. Friday night here in uh, here in Europe, so uh, can't complain. You see, ladies, on a normal Friday night in his single days, Marcus would be out working the bars, but he's a little bit tied down right now. Luckily, we get Marcus because his girlfriend's out, so I will take Marcus anytime I can get him, uh, especially after a Bayern Munich win. Marcus, I was impressed with some parts of Bayern Munich's game. I was happy that they pulled out the victory. Uh, just overall, quick impression of what you saw during the match. Yeah, just a quick impression, I guess. I thought the first 20 minutes Bayern played very well and I thought it would be kind of a one-sided game. Um, Hoffenheim hasn't played fantastic as of late and I thought Bayern uh, continued their very good um, 2023 form, um, continued the good momentum they had from Stuttgart and Wolfsburg game. Um, but that was not the case. I think Hoffenheim played very smartly. Uh, they played very defensively compact and to be honest they were really unlucky there was three big chances they had in the second half that they could have equalized um so i think overall Bayern did an okay game uh can't complain too much though when when they got the three points yep exactly and it, it did not go fully as planned and you're right hoffenheim had some great opportunities there i think on another day they probably bury one or two of those but just didn't work out for them in this match uh, Thomas Tuchel had a very interesting starting lineup. I thought it was chalk for the most part. There was one surprise, at least in my eyes. Uh, as always, Tuchel started Manuel Neuer at center back. He had Dio Upamakano and Matthijs De Ligt. I, I was a big fan of how those two played today. Uh, the outside backs were Conrad Leimer and Alfonso Davies. Uh, Yashua Kimmich and Rafael Guerrero manned the central midfield. Uh, Guerrero was a surprise in my eyes. I fully yeah, yeah. expected to see Goretzka in this match. But uh, he would come in later as a sub. The attacking group was Jamal Musiala, Leroy Sané, Thomas Muller, and Harry Kane. Marcus, what did you think about that lineup? Like I said, I was shocked to see Guerrero, but uh, Thomas Tuchel has his own way of doing things. He does. And uh, I think he got the Guerrero um, start quite well. Um, I think he did really well, Guerrero. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's it's nice to see him improve after he was absent for you know much of the beginning of the season. Um I thought Delict also had an okay game uh, following his injuries, mm -hmm. and uh, Musiala playing in the middle today was quite good. I thought I think Musiala played really well, and Müller also had quite a good game, you know, off the flank. Um, so overall, I think Tuchel got it more or less right. Yeah, and what impressed me is, I mean, like we talked about, there were some times during this match where the attack was stagnant; they were lacking. Uh, I thought that Musiala playing in the center today definitely helped out. I mean, it's not always, in my mind, advantageous to have him there because I think he does tend to get beat up and sometimes he'll tend to force things when he's playing centrally. But today it seemed like he pushed all the right buttons. And Thomas Muller really worked well as a wing. I mean, I thought from the outside he was crossing the ball in. He made some good runs, had some good ideas. Uh, but, like, I think – like you, I wanted to see a little bit more consistency out of the attack. Uh, Harry Kane was up and down today. I mean, he had a great goal at the end of the match, but uh, there were 
large parts where I thought he disappeared a bit. And we've seen that over the course of the season. Uh, what else did you like about the way Bayern Munich played before we get into uh, exactly what you thought they could work on and improve upon? Um, I, I thought Kane, I mean, I think it's quite fantastic that we both can agree that he had a quite an average game, but he still scores one goal. Yeah. And I mean, there's so the guy is so much more than a striker. I mean, there were so many times he's almost acting like a uh, center defender uh, mm-hmm. in the team. His work ethic is absolutely fantastic. Agree with you that some parts of the game he got a bit um, canceled out, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I think also. We talked about it, but I think it's nice for Bayern to have the option that they can some games play Musiala in the in the center and other games playing Muller in the center. Um, I have a feeling, although I can be, I could be wrong. Uh, I am only an amateur, uh, <laughs> an amateur pundit, but I think Musiala was in the center to to kind of try to combat the very physical Anton Stach, who was you know the the defensive midfielder today for Hoffenheim, um, and I think he did quite well there in the center. Um, so yeah, overall, I think maybe a little bit uh, a point um, quite stagnated in the offense. However, I think that's something that you know comes and goes in every games, and I think I think when 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 it's really required, Bayern can turn up the heat, so to say. Yeah, I totally agree. And and Musiala was the key figure, and we'll take a rundown right now of the scoring just to give those listeners who didn't get a chance to see the game uh, an idea of how things played out. Uh, like you said, in the beginning of the game, it was a little bit of a feeling out process. And then Byron started to take the game over in the 18th minute. We saw Leroy Sané feed Jamal Musiala pass. Musiala ripped a rocket that Alvar Bauman just could not stop. He couldn't react to it. Uh, really nice goal from Musiala to, to have the placement to put it there on the far post. Uh, he hit it hard and put Byron up one nil. And that's how we went into halftime. And at that point, I had thought Byron was in pretty good control of the match. I didn't love everything I saw with the attack, but I did like how the def- defense was playing. I liked how the players were responding to Tuchel. You could see that he was shouting instruction. It looked like they were trying to change things up. Maybe they went a little bit too conservatively at times, but how were you feeling at halftime in terms of how Byron was playing? Yeah, I, th- I felt a bit... I felt a bit that the last 15, 20 minutes of the first half was uh, was quite stagnated, mm-hmm. as we both mentioned. Um, the, the Bayern played around Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim defended with 11 men, and Bayern had a trouble to try, really find that creativity. Um, I think the the first nil goal, the 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 strike from Musiala, I think that was Bayern's only chance actually uh, leading up to the to the 18th minute and I thought it would really you know kind of Hoffenheim had to go more offensively but that didn't really happen uh Hoffenheim was quite content with um keeping the score one nil in at the game and I think they did a good job at that um so yeah Bayern's first half was well, yeah first good 20 first minutes and then Hoffenheim kind of neutralized Bayern in a sense without really offering much going forward themselves Yeah, and I think that carried into the second half, at least the start of the second half a little bit, because I felt like for 15 minutes, it was again, Byron wasn't looking great. It looked to me like they hit a little bit of a wall, especially defensively. I I thought we started to see uh, some communication issues, some positioning issues, nothing major, but it did result in three really quality chances 
for Hoffenheim. And Manuel Neuer, I thought, bailed Bayern out several times with how yeah. he played. Uh, what could you say about Neuer and, and his impact, especially during that stretch? I think it was a four- to five-minute stretch there where Hoffenheim had those three big chances. Yeah, and they really should have scored. And it would have been a different game if they did score, I think. Um, I mean, my, Bayern might have uh, still won, but if they did uh, score there, it would have. I think they had the momentum, as you as you mentioned as well. Um, Manuel Neuer, I mean, what a freak of nature <laughs> to to break his leg the way he did. And I think this is only his 10th, 15th game back. And he's already looking like uh, an absolute world beater of a goalkeeper at the age of 37. Um, it will be a tough time, I think, for Bayern when they have to replace Neuer. But, I mean, looking at him, that could be five years from now. Uh, he, he, I think he, he had a big part in Bayern's win today. Yeah, he, he absolutely makes me feel awful about myself since I am uh, a lot <laughs> older than him and feel a lot worse. So uh, he, he is putting how I felt in my 30s to shame. So damn you, Manuel Neuer. <laughs> we did see Bayern Munich get on the board, though, in the 70th minute. A little bit of a give-and-go play from Jamal Musiala to Leroy Sané. Back to Musiala, who scored his second goal of the match. Really nice play from those two. At that point... You could feel the momentum swing back Byron's way. In the 73rd minute, Tuchel started to go to his bench. We saw Kingsley Coman come in for Thomas Muller. Matisse Tell come in for Leroy Sané. I thought both Sané and Muller turned in great shifts. Uh, maybe great's overstating it, but I thought they were very good efforts from both players. Uh, we did see in the 74th minute, Grisha Promel from Hoffenheim pick up his second yellow card, which put him out of the match with a red. That effectively ended the game. Yeah. Uh, in the 78th minute, we saw Goretzka come in for Guerrero, Alexander Pavlovich come in for Conrad Limer. So Bayern Munich in the 78th minute was in firm control. And we did see Tuchel go to the bench one more time uh, to bring in Eric Maxim Chupomoting for Jamal Musiala. All of that led up to the final moments of the match with Goretzka driving with the ball and sliding in what I thought was a perfect pass to Harry Kane in between two defenders. And Kane, even in his off day, like you said, had a great goal and you could see his impact and what he's able to do even when he's not operating at his best. 3-0 victory. How do you think Bayern Munich closed out the game? Did you like what you saw out of the players that came in as subs, Marcus? Um, yeah, I think, I think as you rightly said, Chuck, the game was over the 70, 74th minute uh, when Promo got his red card, his second yellow. Um, but really, the game was over when I think Musiala scored the second goal yeah. uh, because that was only minutes after Hoffenheim had this uh, trio of must-sitters that they missed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you, doesn't matter what team you are, if you miss those chances against Bayern Munich at home, you will be punished. Um, so I think after I think Bayern did well, I, I don't think necessarily the subs had any fantastic impacts. Um, Goretzka was probably, as you said, the most impactful. Um, Coleman, I did not see much of, I wasn't too impressed of again. Uh, today, uh, he had a horrible cross in the 85th minute that him, him and Muller had really horrible crosses that almost went to, <laughs> to the fans today. Uh, but yeah minor things if you have to you know look for some uh negativity that was just minor things um but no it's also fun i would say to to see pavlovich again i think mm -hmm. he is um coming on 
becoming more of a regular um and that's really fun to see because he's he's been really good this last uh this last month yeah i agree with that i really want to see more of him and i know that's going to cut into the playing time of Kimmich and gretzka and guerrero and whoever else tuchel will use in the midfield but i think we do need to see more of Polovic. he is a player that has intrigued me seems to have really good composure when he's out there and just the impact that he's made uh, in when he's had his opportunities I'm just really impressed by how he's handled it. I mean, this is a kid who coming into the season, I didn't really have any hopes for in terms of impacting the first team. And he's done really well with that. Uh, one of the things I did want to ask you about Marcus, because you are a man of the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I know this wasn't the best game for Hoffenheim, but looking at the talent that they had out on the field and, I think they they probably played this game a little bit too conservatively at times. I would have liked them try and go punch for punch with Bayern, mm. uh, especially earlier in the match. Do you think this is the type of Hoffenheim team that's going to be able to claw its way into a top six position? Because I think they've got the talent to do it. It's just going to be a matter of whether 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 or not they can nail down those victories against some of the teams that they they need to knock off from that grouping in the top six. Yeah, you're right. Um... I, I think, sure, they went defensive, but I think in the end, that also did surprise me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Materazzo is, you know, he's almost offensive at no cost. Um, and I think against Bayern, you just simply can't do that. We've seen other teams do that and lose 5-6-0 at the Allianz. Um, as I mentioned before, Hoffenheim, um, they started off the season great, although they had some wins in the beginning of the season that was quite uh, lucky. Um, I'm mainly thinking against Heidenheim, I think the second round uh, of the season this year. Um, but I think today they played okay. I think they should be happy with their uh, performance for sure. I don't think they, yeah, they didn't become like a punching bag in Munich that many teams do. I think they um, were unlucky not to get the 1-1. And um, yeah, looking at their squad, I think while they don't have any injuries, I think they have their full squad. Um, I think it is a squad that could realistically, yeah, maybe maybe push for sixth. But I think now I I'm looking at the table now. They're seventh. I think that's where they are kind of as a team. I don't think really they should be um, going for Europe mm-hmm. directly. Um, but yeah, I think also from today I was quite impressed by two Germans from Hoffenheim, uh, one of them being Anton Stach. I, I thought even though that he had a he had a tough running with Musiala, Müller and Sane and Kane, you know, running forward. Yeah. I think he is a, he's a good player. And uh, also, even though he missed two sitters, uh, Maximilian Bayer, um, he's a Duracell battery who runs very smartly and he did offer... Uh, Aubameyang and Delict, uh, quite some problems today. I thought he was quite good, and he's only twenty-one. He, he will only get better. Um, so yeah, I think overall, Hoffenheim under Materazzo, I think it's going well, and uh, they should be quite happy with their development this year. Yeah, and it's it's interesting you brought those two players up because they they did jump off the screen to me at times as well. Uh, Anton Stach is is very he is a player that seems like he's on the cusp of a call up to Germany. He's gotten some looks in the past, but at a time with this team in transition and Julian Nagelsmann at the helm, he might actually get a serious look this time around if he can continue to put up good performances like I thought he did today against top tier competition. As for Bayer, we we've seen his name 
mentioned as a player that could get a look as well, even despite his young age. Nagelsmann is searching for answers uh, at the at the attacking group the, in the attacking group there. So would not shock me if Nagelsmann paid close attention to what Bayer was doing over the course of the second half of this season. He needs some solutions uh, with the German national team. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, I will see if Bayer is the <laughs> if he's there yet. To be honest with you, Chuck. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think he scored around five four maybe six yeah. Bundesliga goal this year. Um, we'll, we'll see if he's there at that level, but I mean, he's definitely moving in the right direction. Um, and with Stuck, yeah, again, one of those players that is it's good, but I don't think quite frankly is mm-hmm. at the German national team level yet. Um, but yeah, who knows? But I mean, maybe, I mean, I have, I mean, this is really out of left field, but I have a huge hopes for Timo Werner uh, doing well at Spurs now. A so, man of uh, my own heart. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it is a bit out of left field, but I think uh, if he can do good and at Spurs, because I, I do think he is going to fit well with um, with uh, uh attacking football. Uh, maybe he is someone to call up. I agree with that, Marcus. It will soon be hashtag Timo time once again. The the last thing I, I wanted to hit you with before you get out of here and start start your night, I guess. We'll see what where Marcus ends up. Uh, if he can take advantage of his night off from the girlfriend. Uh, 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 I wanted to get your pick your brain on the Eric Dyer move. Obviously, this is a controversial move for some reason yeah. in the in the yeah. Bayern Munich fan base. I don't mind the move because I'm not expecting much out of him. I think this was a depth piece to make Harry Kane happy and to make Thomas Tuchel happy, just to give Mm. a a warm body like we saw with Daly Blind last year, just having that option, that veteran presence. What was your take on that transfer? What are you expecting out of it? And and are you part of the uh, segment of the fan base that's uh, totally irate about the move? No, because I've I've, I've, uh, read some reports that the move is almost uh, cost nothing right um and i think it's quite uh quite strange why people will be against it i mean it, it's clear that it's not signed for a starting position but you know to have a bench player that's played almost 50 national games for england has over 200 games in the premier league uh also you know he was um, a very important figure in uh, a top 4 premier league under pochettino spurs I think it's a I think it's a good signing, really. Um, and, and as you mentioned, uh, him and Kane get along very well. So I mean, they could possibly you know light up the dressing room in a more wholesome sense. Um, <laughs> I I I really don't see anything wrong with this move. I mean, worst case scenario, it doesn't work out, and then it's absolute no economical um, damage there. So yeah, absolutely. I, I don't I don't see any downside to it. So. At this point, we'll wrap it up, Marcus. Bayern Munich, 3-0 victory over Hoffenheim. Good way to start the second half of the season. Uh, Marcus, where can our listeners find you aside of BFW? Um, I guess you can find me on Twitter if you uh, if you want to become one of my 70-plus uh, uh, followers on Twitter. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's uh, my name there is Iridal Marcus, I believe. I, I don't even know what it is, to be honest with you, Chuck. Uh, been, I, I think, think it, I think you got it right. I think it's at Iridal Marcus. I, exactly. I, I know I, I follow you. So uh, every once in a while when you uh, when you, you know, yeah, pump something it, out, I'm there for it. Uh, exactly. If you want to see, you know, um, random, you know, 
football videos. I mean, I only retweet really uh, random football videos or like my uh, updates from a sw- favorite Swedish team. Uh, you know where to find me. Exactly. And, and if you guys didn't get a chance to check it out yet, uh, dig up Marcus's piece on Franz Beckenbauer that he, we ran on the day that Beckenbauer passed away. I thought it was really good. And you should absolutely uh, get your eyes on that among the many other things that we have at BFW. Uh, as always, you can get me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get our tweetmeister, Tom Adams, at TommyAdams71. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. And you can get Siler at CYL3R. Thanks for listening to the post-game show. Big win for Bayern Munich. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will see you next time.